0: Thanks so much for joining us today. We would love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment and visit NBCOcala.com stories to tell us your story. Also, if you would like to help support this ministry financially, you can give online or through our mobile giving app. Today we're hearing a message from our series entitled Essentials. We're learning how to live a victorious Christian life by boiling it all down to the basics. If you do nothing else, be sure these essentials are part of your life. Help me welcome our internet family. God bless you guys. So glad you're with us today. Peace to your house. You may be seated. You may be seated. Well, real quick, before we um, get into the into our series and into our teaching this morning, let me remind you that if you have a smartphone or a tablet, and by tablet, I'm not talking about a legal pad, okay, uh, but... Um, uh, if you have some technology in, within your reach, you can get the uh, version app, which is free. And then if you go to uh, more, tap on more, and then you'll find events. And if you bring that up, you'll find Meadowbrook. And right there will be all of my notes and scriptures. And you can add notes and you can save it. And uh, it's a great way to leverage technology and have the message and so forth. So I encourage you to... Um, Uh, Go ahead and get that and use that, and you can share it with friends as well. Um, The other thing I want to speak to you about is Summer Series. Summer is here, and we're not going to be one of the churches that cuts our programs in half and turns off half the lights. We're going full bore this summer, and um, I am going to be out during our our Summer Series. Um, I'm going to be out um, for a couple of weeks there, and we have four incredible communicators that will be with you. And you'll say, Pastor, you were just out for a while um, but I was not enjoying myself, I assure you, okay? So this, this, this is going to be a little bit of a vacation, and um, I'm looking forward to it. I encourage you, if you get the chance to take a vacation, take it. Make sure you stay a part of our internet family as, if you're um, on vacation. If you're in town, make sure that you get here because I tell you what, we are, we are not holding back on anything. We believe that church days affect the rest of your days, uh, even during summer, Amen. All right, well, we're going to dive into our series called Essentials. Everybody say Essentials. And let me just say this from the top. I truly believe, and I believe this every week, but I just really, um, I feel this a little extra today. If you can get today's message, if you can really get a hold of this, it will change your life. Y'all didn't hear me. If you'll really get a hold of this, I believe this will change your life. This is going to bring something up on the inside of you and really help you today. So I pray that you'll really grab a hold of this. So Essentials. These are things that are vital, things that are necessary for you to have. And um, I think that is defined by what you're doing or what you're trying to do. So if you uh, were going into, as I said like last week, into outer space, then there's certain essentials that you would need. If you're going on a fishing trip for three or four days, there's certain essentials you are going to need. Um, I watched um, a couple episodes of a program recently on TV called um, Naked and Afraid. Don't judge me. Now, before, in case you hadn't seen it, let me just tell you, there's nothing sexy about it, okay? I'll just, just go ahead and tell you that. And, and don't say, well, Pastor said we could watch it. Pastor didn't say nothing, okay? And all these people have out there is nothing. They're allowed one thing, like a machete or a fire starter or something like that. And Let me just say there are not enough cash and prizes for me to be on that show, Okay? And they're lacking a lot of essentials. I mean, it, it's, all, it's all videoed, and you say, all? No. Um, how do I say this? Their stuff is blurred, okay? But they don't have all their essentials, and some of them have to, you know, go home early. By the first night, they're all eaten up. I mean, all eaten up by mosquitoes and, and bugs and stuff. Like I said, there are not enough cash and prizes to be on that show. So essentials are pretty much defined by what is it you, that you're trying to do. So for us as believers, as followers of Jesus, what is it that we're trying to do? Ultimately, what we're trying to do, all of this, are, are, our goal should be, is I, I want to bring glory to God. Amen. And we're not going to bring glory to God just by staying home and just doing our stuff. We're going to have to be a blessing to other people. Prerequisite to all of that, then, and we talk about this often, don't lose sight of this, is we have to be a people that are happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. Say it with me again. Happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. Easy way to remember it high school football. Okay? Happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. That's what we're we're wanting to be. And if you're happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed, then we can be a blessing. And in that, then we can bring glory to God. But there are certain essentials that must be in our life if we're going to even have half a chance for that to, to be us. I believe this, though, that um, if you don't have certain essentials, you don't have a chance. You're not going to make it. You're, and, and by not making it, I'm not talking about you won't live or you won't make it to heaven. Like I've been saying, that's above my pay grade to, to comment on. But you're not going to be happy, stable, fruitful, blessed, and I see a whole lot of people that say, well, I'm a follower of Jesus, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, whatever, and I don't see a lot of happiness, or I don't see a lot of stability, and, you know, I could continue on the list, and I just, I just really think that we need to really focus in on what are the essentials that would help us to be those things. Can I get, can I get an amen on that? And so that's what we're endeavoring to do. Now, I resist the idea that this is just a list. You can put them in a list, but I don't want us to live it like a list. I want us to live it like a lifestyle. So it's not just check, check, check. It's as we're going through life, let's make sure that this is how we're living these things out. So I don't have time to go back and review, but we're going to hit a, a few more essentials. And how many of you know that over the course of these weeks, I'm not going to be able to cover all the essentials? You know, I won't be able to cover them all. Um, But I'm going to hit some of the big ones. And next week, it's going to be rapid fire, okay? It's just going to be coming at you like 5,000 water balloons. (laughs) Hey, now there's an idea. Our first essential we'll look at today is this one. Stay at peace. Say it with me. Stay Stay at peace. peace. Uh, In John chapter 16, verse 33, in the message paraphrase, Jesus said this. I've told you all this so that trusting me you will be unshakable and assured deeply at peace. How many of you would like to be that? In this godless world, and let me just stop on that just for a moment, we are in a godless world. Look at me. We are in a godless world. So you shouldn't be all, all shook up that sinners sin. And people that don't have a renewed mind come up with some goofy ideas. Okay, You shouldn't be all disturbed that, that people are, are coming up with some of the things they're coming up with. So Jesus went on to say, in this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. But, everybody say but. But, but take heart. Be encouraged. I've conquered the world. Amen. Notice, he said, he's told us all of this so that we can be deeply at Peace. And the first essential that I want to bring up to you is this, stay at peace. Life itself, the world around us, there's pressure, there's negativity, there's difficulties. Am I telling the truth today? And what you've got to do is you've got to keep it outside of you. You've got to keep it outside of you. All the water of the ocean cannot sink a ship unless it gets inside the ship. And all the troubles of the world cannot harm you unless they get inside of you. And so that's why we've got to keep it on the outside of us. We've got to keep ourselves at peace, and peace is on the inside. Um, my wife, her, her mother would tell them when they were growing up, um, you've got the same britches to get glad in. <laughs> Which means you can throw your little fit, and you can have your little attitude, but nothing's going to change. You're going to have to change. You got the same britches to get glad in. Some of y'all may want to write that in the front page of your Bible, something right there. Okay. Um, We say it around here, um, I'm either up or I'm getting up. Now watch this in John chapter 14, verse 27. This is in the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, peace. Everybody say peace. Peace I leave with you. My own peace. His own peace. I now give and bequeath to you. So I want you to notice this. He is gifting us. He's giving us a gift, his peace. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let, notice the wording, every word counts here. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Notice, do not let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Watch this carefully. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. You've got to stop allowing yourself to be troubled. Stay at peace. Tell, tell, tell your neighbor, stay at peace. Stay tell your other neighbor your obvious second choice, tell them. <clears throat> stay at peace. So you've got the same britches to get glad in. It's up to you. We blame everybody else. They upset me. That upset me. You know, that stole my peace and so on and so forth. And what we have to decide is it's up to me to stay at peace. You've got the same britches to get glad in. We say it around here this way. I'm either up or I'm I'm getting up. And a very unpopular, unpopular principle I present to you from time to time, maturity is measured by recovery time. Did you hear it? Maturity is measured by recovery time. If it takes you three and four days to get over a little fuss with your spouse, look at me, grow up. We we went to Disney uh, a day or two this past week with um, uh, Lee, my son Lee, and his family. So that's my only grandbabies. So um, here's a picture of Cora. She just turned three. She just had it. How many of you have ever felt that way in the grocery store even, you know? But maturity demands a little bit more of us, okay? We stay at peace. Listen, on the cross, the same cross at the same time. Hear this. Isaiah 53 tells us this among other places. On the cross, the same cross at the same time that Jesus paid for our forgiveness of sins and for our healing. He purchased our peace. The whole concept of peace. He purchased our peace. Further, Jesus is our prince of peace. Amen. Amen. So peace is both a fruit of the spirit, Galatians 5, and peace is a gift from Jesus. Hello. Peace is a gift from Jesus. And I was thinking about this, and it comes with a lifetime protection plan. Have you ever bought something like at Best Buy or a store or something, and you buy it, and they go, now, would you also like to get the lifetime protection plan? And the thing you're buying is $27. They say, well, how much is that? Well, $72 for two. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. Well, this one's already paid for. Okay, it's, it's a gift from Jesus. It comes with a lifetime protection plan. Get this. It has full replacement if broken, lost, or stolen. So Jesus gives you peace. Everybody say peace. peace. He gives you peace. And if it's broken, lost, or stolen, how many of you have ever had your peace broken, lost, or stolen? He will give you full replacement. Now here's how that works, and here's, here's the fine print. Philippians chapter 4. Be anxious for nothing. Let's stop right there just for a moment. How do I know that my peace is broken, lost, or stolen? You worry or you have anxiety. We live in the most blessed country in the world. Thank you. We live in the most blessed country in the world. And we worry too much. Most of the things we worry about are first world problems. I don't have Wi-Fi. (laughs) We worry about all kinds of things. But how do I know that my peace is broken, lost, or stolen? We worry or we have anxiety. Paul said this under inspiration of the Spirit. He said, be anxious for what? For nothing. But we know that something's wrong with our peace when we start to worry or we have anxiety. But in what? Everything, here's how you get it fixed. In everything, by prayer and supplication, I'll come back to it in a moment, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. It's like, don't take it back to the store, go right to God. Okay, keep going. And the peace, here it is, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You're going to get full peace back again. Here's what you have to do, though. When you realize I'm into worry, I'm into anxiety, what do you do? You go to God who gave you the peace in the first place. Are you with me this morning? You go to God and you pray and you offer supplication. Supplication just, just means this. It's a specific request. You just pray specifically about what this is. God, my knee hurts and you're my healer. Are, are you hearing me? You get specific about it. You don't just lay down on the ground. Use your words. Supplication with thanksgiving, which means what? I know you're going to help me. I just have that kind of confidence in you that you are going to bring that peace back to me. And God will do that and peace gets replaced. So stay at Peace. Say it again. Stay at peace. And if you lose your peace, lost, broken, or stolen, go back to God. Pray specifically to Him with thanksgiving, and He will replace that peace. But do not go around life without peace. Amen. It's essential. It's essential. Second essential for today give thanks and praise. Give thanks and praise. Why would I give thanks and praise? Because God has been so good. Let me just start it this way. I'm going to start way over here and find out if God's been good to anybody. Has God been good to anybody? Just starting right over here. Has He been good to anybody? Anybody? Just anybody. Is there anybody? Is there anybody that God's been good to? Anybody? <laughs> And you might be here today and you say, well, I'm, I'm not into really church and God and stuff. I'm still a rascal. Well, listen to me, rascal. I know this because I'm a former rascal. In fact, you're still alive. God's been good to you. I said God's been good to you. How many of you, some former rascals here today, know that, that God's been good to you? And, and why... Why would I praise God? Because he's so incredible. He's amazing. Amen. Amen. Thanks and praise go together. Thanks and praise go together. Now listen, praise is not always a song. Praise is an action a lot of times. Thanks is verbal. We'll see it in a moment. Don't just think you're thanks. How many of you married couples know this, that if all you did when you did things for one another, like, you know, a meal served, if you just grunted at each other, or you just thought your thanks, how many of you know that's not going to go real well? You know, but if you actually thank one another. Well, our world would be a mess if we didn't have some gratitude in it. You know, Um, but give thanks and praise. Now, they go together. Watch this in Scripture. Psalm 92, verse 1. It is good. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, almost High. Thanks and praise go together. Notice it's good to give thanks and it's good to sing. It didn't say you had to sing good. <laughs> Next one, Psalm 104. Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise praise. be thankful to him and bless his name now let me point this out to you in the hebrew the psalms are written in hebrew this word for praise and this word for bless two different words but both of them are action words and they involve the lifting of the hands okay let's move on here psalm 106 verse 1 praise the lord Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Hebrews thirteen 15, Let's go into the New Testament. Therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Now, let's look at a couple of things here. First of all, I think it's inappropriate to approach such an incredible God who has been so good to us without, first of all, thanking him for something. I don't think you should just wander up to God and be asking him for other things without, first of all, thanking him for a few things. How about a minimum of three things? How about when you get up in the morning you start by thanking him? Thank him that you got up. How many of you know that a million people, right out of a million people, don't wake up? They just don't wake up. You woke up. Well, most of you did. Look at this. Ingratitude is the last step before rebellion. If you still have kids in your house, and I'm not talking about your 30-year-old that lives in your basement, but... Ingratitude is the last... Well, maybe this does apply. Ingratitude is the last step before rebellion. Rebellion. I've taught my kids this from as early as I could teach them. And if they didn't offer a thank you, I don't care if it was a Happy Meal, a new bike, or I put a Band-Aid on their knee. I would say to them, and the th-, if they didn't say thank you, or go, and the thankful children said, <laughs> you got to help them out. This is not intuitive. You got to help them out. And the thankful children said, and they would say thank you. Amen. Amen. So ingratitude is the last step before rebellion. You look into Romans chapter 1. And you will find something happens that they stop glorifying or praising God as God. And they stopped being thankful. And a digression takes place. Ingratitude, last step before rebellion. A digression starts to take place. Paul lists 28 sins. And you watch a culture go down. And you can find our culture today right there. And I'll tell you why and how it happened. It, because in gratitude. Stop giving thanks and stop praising. So what do we need to do? We need to give thanks and we need to praise. Can I get an amen on this? Amen. Now listen. This is all vocal and active. Following Jesus and a live faith in God is vocal And it's active. I do not think it's sedentary and quiet. There are times of reverence. There are times of being still. There are times of being quiet. But overall, I think that Christianity, as read from the Bible, needs to be a little more vocal and a little more active. And if you'll see this, it's the fruit of our lips giving thanks. We see that praise oftentimes involves kneeling, lifting hands. And David said in Psalm 119, 164, he said, seven times a day I'll praise you. As a minimum, seven times a day. Now, you work that out, but I think it's a minimum of seven times a day. For me, to remind me, how about three meals and four snacks? (laughs) Those would be good markers to just just remember. About a month or so ago, I was watching the news on a Friday night and they were, the sports was on and they talked about Orlando City, which is professional soccer in Orlando. I thought, how cool. And so I went online real quick and I saw they're going to have a Sunday night game. So I hollered to my son Gabe, he's 16. I said, you want to go to a soccer game? He goes, dad, that would be awesome. So I went online, I found tickets. We got great tickets just off of the, the midfield line. I'm serious. Like the midfield line was like this far off my left leg. And we're on the fourth, fourth row. I got great tickets at a great price. We went over there. I didn't know what colors to wear. They were all purple. I wore blue. But I'm telling you, it was crazy good. whole time I'm thinking, church needs to be like this. I'm thinking, we need to get a color for Church. People were parking everywhere. They had their purple on, and they're like. <laughs> and I think, I'm thinking, man, we need to be that way and get a color for the church. People go, where are you going? <laughs> going to church. <clears throat> <clears throat> and I forget, they had this one guy, he's like world famous. He's on the team. And just when the guy came out and he scored a couple times, and just when he came out on the field, they gave him thanks and praise. And it wasn't like every person could go, I think you're a really great player and glad you're on our team. You know, they couldn't do that. But you know what? And they had an end zone. And in the end zone, it was just crazy the whole time. They're just, they're just jumping and beating drums and just stuff all the time. And I thought, why can't church be like that? And what if I, if I did something, if we had a great song or I did something real amenish, or something, we could have an end zone down there. Just, just, the, just the whole time. But when this, when this guy came out, they couldn't just talk to him, but they were like, yeah. And when they scored a goal or something, it was like, yeah. You know, and it was vocal and it was active. And I'm telling you, that's just soccer. And we come to church sometime and we're just like. And I'm saying we need it. we need to be a little more vocal. Yeah. We need to be a little more active. Amen. Hey, hey, hey. And, and not just here, but yes, here. But I'm talking in your life. Right. On Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Did I miss one? <laughs> Got them all. On, on all of those, it needs to be part of your life. Seven times a day. Throughout your day. Why can't? And I don't want you to be weird. And especially if we get our color and our shirts. I don't. <laughs> but you can be driving your car and you can lift your hand there's somebody looking at you, act like you're fixing your mirror. (laughs) Be the most thankful person you know. Get this. Thanks and praise keeps you aware of God's presence, ability, and activity in your life. Amen? Amen? And I don't think you can fully, truly, really serve a God that you don't constantly thank and praise. Let's give thanks and praise. And the church said amen. Amen. Let's do one more. One more here. This essential is called rejoice. Everybody say rejoice. rejoice. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 16. There it is. I want you to memorize it. Let's read it together first. Rejoice always. Close your eyes and let's see if you got it. Rejoice always. Excellent. You did better than first service. Now, Philippians 4 4, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And in case you missed it the first time, again I will say to you, Come on, rejoice. 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 What does this mean? It means to be cheerful, to be glad. It literally means to feel happiness. It means to enjoy God. Follow this to enjoy God and to enjoy life in God. Are you hearing me? Yes. Not religious. Not fake, not hype. I tell our pastors all the time, I'm allergic to hype. You don't have to make up stuff about a great God. We don't have to put on. We don't have to make up stuff or act like God is so great. God is so great. When I got born again and I was 12 years old, and everything was exciting and new. And then that church split. And in the next few years, preteen and teenage years, I did not like my church experience. And the people that I was around, I did not see genuine joy. I did not see people that were enjoying God and enjoying life in God. I saw religious people. I saw people that would say the right things, but it didn't resonate. It had a thud to it. It had a heaviness to it. it. It didn't smell right. It didn't taste right. And there was something going on me, in the inside of me that, that when I would get to the optional age, and I saw the optional age coming, which meant when this, is, when this is optional to me, I'm gone. I'm not doing this. I lived at home still. It was not optional. My stepdad, German, large. <laughs> you live in my house. You're going to church. Well, thankfully, before I got out of that house... I got into a church and I ran into a whole flock of people who were enjoying God and enjoying life in God and I got it and I found it and I enjoy God and I enjoy life in God and I want to share that you can enjoy life in God and that's why I do what I do. Listen, it's in you. You've got to tap into it. It's there. Some of you just gotta rev it up a little bit. My brother and I, we had we had this cheap little mini bike. Y'all remember those? My, I still have scars on my ankle from the clutch that would burn us. We got it at J M Fields. Y'all remember J M Fields? And we had that thing. And sometimes you know, it'd be summer break, and we had to run the thing for a while, and we pull and pull and pull and pull and get that thing finally get it started, and it'd go. Some of y'all, that's the way you are. <laughs> and after a while, you just give up and you put it in the carport because we didn't have a garage. You just put it in the carport, put Visqueen on it. But what you need to do is get that out and work on it and get it, get it cleared out. Get to church. That's what we do. We, we kind of get you going again and get it revved up and finally. <laughs> That's why we sing. That's why we lift our hands. You just got to rev it up a little bit. St. Augustine said this. Look at this. A Christian should be an alleluia from head to toe. Listen, we should not be a bunch of sad sack tail draggers. Listen, we're never alone. We're never without help. Our sins are forgiven. The Holy Spirit is with us, never to leave us. We're on our way to heaven. For every problem, we've got a promise. I'm telling you, we should have some joy. Peace is rest. Joy is gladness and strength. And both of those are essential for life. So stay at peace. Give thanks and praise. And rejoice. And if you'll stay at peace, and if you'll give thanks and praise, and if you'll rejoice, get this, don't miss this, it will fortify your soul. And if you fortify your soul, look at this verse real quick, 3 John 1, 2, there's only one chapter, John writes, Beloved, I pray that you, say that's me, me. that you may prosper. This is an important word here. doesn't mean you're going to have a bunch of money. It it means that you would have a a good journey, a successful journey, that things would go well with you. It's your life. That things would go well with you in all things and that you would be in health. Watch this, though. Just as your, your soul prospers. So when things go well in your soul, when things go well in your soul, When you get fortified on the inside, how am I going to do that? I'm going to stay at peace. I'm going to give thanks. I'm going to give praise. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to enjoy God. It fortifies my soul. And you live from the inside out, not from the outside in. And when you live from the inside out, you watch when it's well on the inside you watch what will happen on the things on the outside, it will start to go well. Amen? Amen. 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 I got to stop right there. Did you get anything at all out of this today? Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Meadowbrook Church. We hope you'll stay connected with us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at NBC Ocala.